Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hi, it's Caroline Stephen here. Last week on Talking Trading, Chris Tate was freshly back from a yoga retreat in Bali and he shared on the similarities between yoga and share trading. And I was so enthralled with what he had to say that I didn't want to cut him off. So today, we continue hanging out with CT on the yoga mat as he shares further insights into the similarities between the two endeavours especially listen out for when I ask CT if he thinks that yoga has made him a better share trader and how in his mind processes of success are similar regardless of the endeavor. CT is so good to listen to. He's a yogi of the share market as well as the mat. I think you'll love what he has to say. But first in today's show, let's hear Louise Bedford in Mind Power on how she rates share trading as a money-making opportunity in all areas of your life. Let's hear her figures now. There are so many things we could do. It's hard to know which one would suit us best. And look, it's usually not lack of opportunity these days, let's face it. It's an issue of decisiveness. What money-making opportunity should you follow? Let's see, there's property, shares, and there's business. Heck, you could start an internet business, an eBay business, a retail business. The list goes on and on. Sometimes it's very hard to decide. And it's especially hard to decide if you don't have much experience in the two opportunities that you're aiming to trade off against each other. Now this could also extend to whether you learn to trade or whether you'd like to do our six-month repeat for free mentor program. This is how I evaluate opportunities. I get many, many opportunities across my desk every single week, as I'm sure you do, and I make sure that I evaluate them very carefully. One wrong move and your life in a few years' time could be in a very different situation. It could be incredibly fantastic or you could have made a misstep. So firstly, I look at return on investment. If I give this thing my all, what will my return on investment be over the next 12 months? What would it be reasonable to assume that I'd make over the next 12 months? Well, there's bad news when it comes to the trading side. Generally, I suggest that people aim to break even in 12 months and that they aim to gather education and accumulate experience and knowledge and not look at their own results. Trading is such a reflection of your own psyche, your skill set, your discipline, and it's impossible to get everything right in just one year. 
Ideally, trading is a two to five year plan. Immediate riches are more the exception rather than the rule. So if I was looking to score trading without support, I'd probably give it a three out of a 10 in terms of return on investment. And with the mental program, I'd give it a five or a six out of 10, because at least you're following a set framework that will lay out for you. It's very unlikely to return a good return on investment, though, in the short term if you're just starting out, and I want you to be prepared for that. The second area that I evaluate is future value. Is this opportunity likely to bring in significant wealth over the medium to long term? And in terms of trading, I would say, hell yes. There are very few businesses that you can set up as inexpensively as trading. Plus, you get immediate feedback, so you'll know whether you're doing well or not. Without support, though, the future is bleak because the odds are that you'll probably give up. I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just trying to give you the facts. The majority of traders do not make it alone. With the mentor program, though, I would score future value as a 10 out of 10. We offer lifetime support. We offer a repeat for free course, and we will stand by you and work for you for free until you attain your goals. It's hard to beat. The third thing that I look at to evaluate is personal development. Will the opportunity provide self-growth opportunities? Will it let me master my craft and grow as a person and improve my mindset? Oh my gosh, yes. The markets act as a mirror. They reflect the inner you. You get a chance to observe whether you like what you see and your level of income in the markets will rarely exceed your level of self-development. So you have a vested interest to keep on improving your wealth mindset. Some traders without support, they really do stop developing because they're not provided with constant stimulation. With our mentorees though, we are with you. We are providing new input, new methods, new techniques. So a 10 out of 10 for our mentorees and probably an 8 out of 10 if you try to do this alone in terms of personal development. How about lifestyle? That's the other thing that I look at. You know, sometimes we'll have a trader approach to us and say they want to look after their family. They want to spend more time with their family, go on holidays. And then they start trading two-minute tick charts on the FX market, which is open 24 hours a day. Clearly, there's a conflict. What do you want with your lifestyle? Every opportunity that brings in untold wealth, if it also negatively affects your lifestyle, it does not score well. With trading, you can take on a system that takes you five hours a day to run or 10 minutes a week. It is up to you. It is completely flexible. So I do score this 10 out of 10 on the lifestyle scale. And the last one is emotional well-being. Even if the opportunity that you're looking at has a great return on investment, a terrific future value, it gives you personal development and lifestyle. If it takes too much of a toll on whether you find meaning, whether you feel fulfilled, whether this is your life's work, then you have to pass. How does what you're doing impact the community around you, your family, your friends, your soul, your trader's heart? 
trading is such an insular sport. You will only have the impact that you choose to. Many traders do charity work and volunteer work to increase the level of meaning in their life. So with trading, I would rate this as probably a 7 out of 10. The activity itself isn't terrific in providing opportunities for personal meaning and depth. However, it does free up your time. It frees up your mind and your wallet so that you can pursue meaning elsewhere. So I guess really with the mentor program, there are other avenues as well. So maybe as a mentoree, I'd score this as an 8 out of 10. So no, trading isn't perfect. And trading using the mentor program as your education source and your support, it isn't perfect either. But what opportunity is? You are unlikely to be an overnight success. But I can tell you that without support, it makes it much, much more difficult. You will need to strive to retain the lessons the markets are teaching you. And with like-minded people, and mentors who care about your success, it makes it that much easier. If you haven't registered for priority notification for our upcoming mentor program, you really need to do this now. Go to tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority. I'll just say that website again, tradinggame.com.au forward slash priority. I'll give you a series of comprehensive videos in the lead up to the mid-November opening date for the mentor program. Some mentor programs have booked out in an hour and a half. So good traders are action takers. Those that know what they want to do can evaluate an opportunity and take action on that decision. They are the ones who will make it in the market. And I would love to have you along on the very next mentor program. So make sure you're on priority notification for our very next mentor program so that you can become the best trader that you can be with our full support for life. I'm Patrick Hollingworth, Everest Mountaineer, and I listen to Talking Trading. And now we join CT back on the yoga mat with the similarities between yoga and share trading. True alignment. Yoga reveals true alignment with yourself. So does the market. Oh, shit, yeah. You know when you haven't got it right. Because when, you, when you're trying to headstand or handstand and it's not right, it doesn't matter how many times you fling yourself into space, you just can't get it. <laughs> you just can't get it. If you're not in tune, and look, Whilst it sounds a little sort of esoteric and it's not really meant to be, markets do have a rhythm. This is why I've always thought that the best traders would be surfers because surfers understand rhythm. They actually feel rhythm. And this is what I used to find when I was in the water. You feel the rhythm and you have no expectation of that rhythm other than at one point in time you will become part of it and at other points you will be disconnected from the rhythm and you might as well just go to a pub. <laughs> and I think the same in trading. If you're not in rhythm, if you're not in sync, that the classic example is when you get situations when markets are slipping and you get these idiots who insist on buying and wonder why they keep getting belted. 
they're sitting outside the rhythm of the market. They're sitting outside what the market is doing. And they're either doing it because they have a false narrative that they've created, or they're doing it because they have an ego-based approach to trading. And it's very much, I will show the market what I am going to do. Well, really, to be blunt, the market couldn't give a shit. So knock yourself out. It's like waves. Waves, waves don't care if you're in them or not. They will always be waves. They don't care. Mm. Again, if we come back to the notion of yoga, if your body's not right, then you really do feel it because it's, it's designed to do that. It, it's an endeavor that is designed to test your sort of mechanoreception and your proprioception. So it's designed to test where you understand where your body is. In yoga, the mind rides on the breath. To settle into a yoga pose, you breathe into it. If you have anxious breathing, you will likely have an anxious pose. Just like in trading, if you have anxiety, you will have an anxious trade. Whenever people need to settle themselves, it's simply a matter of coming back to your breath. And yoga has within its sub-disciplines of breathing as disciplines in and of themselves, and they're designed to achieve certain meditative states. Pranayama. Pranayama is a brilliant thing, and it is much harder than it looks. Like much, much, much harder than it looks. But it's, think of it this way, if you watch an athlete in full flight, athletes who are very, very, very good appear to have more time than other people. They're not rushed, they're not hurried. Most importantly, they're not out of breath. And they seem to have this superhuman ability when, when in actual fact all they're doing is they're in control of all facets of themselves. And I used to find this when I used to fight. If I could not control my breathing, I couldn't control the fight in any way, shape or form because you're out of kilter, you're distracted, you've got a variety of physiological and psychological processes going on that are all designed when you are anxious to make you more anxious. It, it is this feedback loop. And the bottom line is, is if you cannot control yourself, the only thing you have to control in markets is yourself. And if you cannot control yourself, and again, we come back to this notion of the pause. The pause is about controlling yourself. And you generally control yourself by taking a deep breath. Process of flow. Yoga becomes a process of flow, just like trading. Everything in life is process. People think, and I can understand how they get this idea, because even now you see on the news, when they talk about markets, they show old newsreel footage of you know, stock exchange floors. We haven't had a stock exchange floor since Bob Hawke was Prime Minister. <laughs> they still show it. You get the impression from that. The trading is this sort of Wild West endeavour. It's all people yelling and screaming and all these things are happening. People don't understand that the people on the floor work for other people. They're just facilitators. All they do is execute. Uh, they're not originators of ideas. That's all they simply do is facilitate someone else's idea. The people who, who originate the ideas have a process. The more precise the process, the more disciplined it is, the cleaner and clearer it is, the better the outcome. Everything is process. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what endeavour you undertake in life. Everything is process. But people who think that you make things up on the fly miss the point. 
it's like people when I used to do a lot more lifting than I did would simply rock up into the gym and just start doing stuff and you go well what are you doing today and they go oh, I don't really know and you go well I can see why you're not making that much progress because what can be measured can be managed but the only way you measure things is to have a process because they give you data points a yogi judges not what you say but what you do they talk little and demonstrate through action a bit like you ct the training world is full of and i will use the technical term here wankers it's full of people who crap on about all sorts of nonsense and my favorite bugbear at present is linkedin because I, I get a lot of traders approach me through linkedin and the amount of crap that comes out of their gobs when i open my linkedin feed it's quite remarkable and you can tell that they're not serious because of the amount of crap that comes out of their gob it, and it, you look at it and think yeah i kind of got kind of got a handle on you but you can see how this catches people because the flashier the statement the more nonsense the advertising the more engaging it seems to be for people for example, I, I could have guaranteed you that, what, two years ago, if, if I'd run a weekend seminar called How to Give Up Your Day Job, Trading Bitcoin with $10,000, I could have charged $20,000 and had 100 people in the room because it's such an outrageous claim. But if I had one that was along the lines of, look, these are the steps you need to take to ensure that your retirement is as you would want it to be, or one even even perhaps more, even more salient, one on trading psychology, you'd get three people. But the thing you would know is that those three people were serious because they understood the topic. What's yoga taught you about yourself? That I'm getting old, which really sucks. It is simply that the, the good thing about yoga, and this is the thing that I think attracts old athletes like me, is that it is something that you can do forever. Olympic weightlifting is not something I can do forever because the ballistic loading takes too much of a toll on old connective tissue. Things break, things rip, and things take so much longer to repair now. But yoga, and it brings, it brings with it a different set of skill sets. Uh, hand balances are remarkably challenging. You see these young girls do them and you go, shit, how hard could that be? Well, that's really hard actually. Can't we just do push-ups because I'm really good at them? So it, it gives you something that you can do forever. And in that respect, it elongates your time view of the way you view your own ageing. Instead of sitting and going, well, I can't do that, can't do this, Shit, I can't swim in the ocean this week because my shoulder's playing up a lot for rotation. Yoga gives you the capacity to go somewhere and go, yeah, that's actually really hard, but I can do it. And it, it's not hard because it's painful. It's hard because it's just physically demanding and psychologically demanding. Make you a better person, better trader? That's a very good question. And it's one I always reflect upon and come back to. I tend to take principles for things from other things and apply them to trading because I think 
all processes of success are similar, irrespective of the endeavour. So that all to be successful at yoga requires commitment, practice, discipline, dedication. Success at trading requires, funnily enough, exactly the same things. And I think that's the point that people miss in their lives. And people think, oh, I'm really shit at everything, but I'll be really good at day trading. Uh, until you get the rest of your life in order, you'll be shit at that as well. <laughs> and what do I say to that other than namaste? Thanks, Caroline. And stay tuned next week to hear Chris Tate on a wrap of the markets as we find out what's going on around the world. We also hear from professional trader again, Jason McIntosh. I'm Caroline Stephen. Have a good week trading. Take care. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people can get in touch with us. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast. And make sure you give us a big, fat five-star review because it helps people find us. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Training are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.